Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 8 of MJ Hedden's PlayStation Podcast. I'm the one and only host, Michael John Hedden, and thank you for once again tuning into my podcast. You guys can find this podcast on many podcast services such as Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher. You can also follow me on Twitter at MJ Hedden. Please email me any feedback you have on the show and what you would like to see in the future. You can do so by emailing me at dirtytoiletgames at gmail.com. If you would like to help support this podcast and keep it going, you can do so by jumping over to my Patreon page, which is patreon.com backslash MJHeddens PlayStation Podcast. I have two rewards at the moment, which is $1, which gives you all episodes in MP3 format, including any you may have missed. For $2, we can be friends on the PSN. I might actually look at changing this reward in the future. I'm thinking about doing a game giveaway for the $2 subscribers. The only way I can reach that goal is if I actually get to my $100 a month goal, which will give me the money to give a game away every month. Anyways, let's get this podcast going. Right now I'm playing um, Secret of Mana. I have not been able to put as much time as I wanted to into this game. Since I started replaying the same levels, it kind of gets boring for me. I have a hard time replaying the same game, unless it's Shadow of the Colossus, obviously. But I'm going to keep trying to trek along, go in and out of the game, play some other games while I'm doing Secret of Mana because it's really not that much of a priority because I don't want to say it's because I have to replay the same levels again. That's kind of boring to me. So I kind of put that to the side for a little bit, try to jump back into Monster Hunter. And it's been a while since I've actually played Monster Hunter and it showed. I didn't know, didn't know any of the controls. I died. I know everyone dies, but I did die. It's funny because... um. I didn't know where I was, but I was right at uh, Lagana, and so I, I hunted it down, and obviously it whooped my ass. So I kind of had to send out an SOS flare, try to get some help there, so I can regain the controls. Then once I figured it out there, I was pretty much on my way. I'm still pretty early in the game, as you can tell, by who I just killed. But that's another game that I can just jump in, play for a bit, and jump out. I was actually going to try and get the Aloy armor and um, the other wiggle head or whatever it's called but nah i have other games to play that's it we'll come back another time but i haven't actually been able to play a lot of games like i said earlier kind of been moving around and stuff like that and doing a bunch of other random shit so hopefully i'm settled in i can finally go balls to the wall here and just game my life away <laughs> but i did pick up a few games from um, the critics choice sale i grabbed oxen free uncharted lost legacy hellblade and nidhogg 2 and gang beast Gang Beast was not actually in the sale, but I picked it up anyways to kind of add it to my uh, party game collection. And uh, I might actually have to put Secret of Mana on the back burner for quite a bit now, because I just got these games. And I'm more excited to play these games than I am for Secret of Mana. And actually, the one that I'm most excited for is Oxenfree. Um, this is a game that was highly recommended by one of my good gaming buddies. So I think I might just pop that in tonight and play it. I don't know how long it is, but I'll give it a try. The theme that it came with is actually pretty cool. Um, I have a hard time breaking away from my Firewatch theme, so I put the Oxen Free theme on just to kind of get me prepared for the game. So it's not a bad theme. But yeah, I think that's the quickest I've ever ran through um, what I've been playing. I haven't been playing too much, guys. This is a sad day. <sighs> Love my coffee, though. I don't know how you guys felt about me doing non PlayStation news the last episode. 
But you know what? I'm going to keep doing that with a few little pieces of news. And uh, it looks like Diablo 3 is rumored to be coming to the Nintendo Switch, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet they sent out. I think it was like late last week of uh, Diablo Nightlight. Pretty much gave it away that that would be coming to the Switch. And I hope it comes to the Switch because that would be amazing. Think of all the people who want to play Diablo on a console but only have a Switch. This will give them the ability to do that now. So this comes way of Shabana Arif from IGN. The will they, won't they speculation of whether Blizzard will release Diablo 3 on Nintendo Switch continues. And this time, we're back to they will as sources close to the project apparently confirm its existence. Eurogamer reports that its sources have confirmed a Diablo 3 port for the Switch is a thing, but that the official reveal is scheduled for several months away. In quotes. The kerfuffle kicked off last week with a tweet from Blizzard showing a Diablo-themed nightlight being switched on and off. This was immediately followed by a whirlwind of speculation that Diablo 3, wow, that Diablo 3 was on its way to the Switch. A Blizzard spokesperson whom tried to put a stop to the rumors, quote, We can assure you we're not that clever, end quote. They said in relation to the tweet being a subtle hint for the port, was it Meant to be fun, community engagement piece, we have nothing to announce, end quote. Eurogamer's sources didn't include whether the Switch port would include the Reaper of Souls and Rise of Necromancer expansions, so we'll likely have to wait for a confirmation from Blizzard or Nintendo on the existence of the port before we can assert in any more details. Either that, or wait for someone else to spill the beans. And like I said a few moments ago, I think Diablo 3 to the Switch would be phenomenal, but they have to make sure they have online play. They can't do co-op, they can do couch co-op, that's fine. But they also need to include online play. Because if you don't, that's a huge, huge miss opportunity with this game. I've always loved Diablo. I played Overwatch for a bit. I liked Overwatch, but then it kind of lost its taste to me. I can always take a break from Diablo 3 and come right back into it, not miss a step, and just blast of a time. Now, if it does actually come to the Nintendo Switch, I don't know if I want to get it for the Nintendo Switch. I don't think I will because I already have it for the PS4. And I don't know if you see the trophy list for the PS4, but the 500 bounties is one of the longest trophies I've ever gotten in my life. I'm still obviously working towards it, but I don't think I'm going to want to play Diablo 3 on another console. It doesn't have trophies. I know they have the achievements inside the game and stuff, and that's all fine and dandy, but it's not a medal, baby. On to the next bit of news, which is... uh. A bit of a shocker. I didn't, didn't expect this, but it seems like they like to uh, surprise people even years after this game has been out. But this is a Call of Duty Black Ops 3 update. Adds a new mode and map. And I gotta hand it to these guys. This game has been put to the sidelines for how many years now? And they come out with a Zombie Chronicles DLC map pack, which I obviously bought. And now they have a new mode and map. Like, why can't they just leave Treyarch in charge of the Call of Duty franchise, come out with one game, and just add the updates? I know you don't make money, I know, I know, I know. But I still think Treyarch is the best developer for Call of Duty. Black Ops 3 is the only Call of Duty that I have on my PS4. I played Ghost, I played Infinite Warfare, I played Advanced Warfare, I played Modern Warfare Remastered. They all came and went, but Black Ops 3 is still on my system. And I think when I get a Call of Duty, I think I'm only going to buy the ones from Treyarch from now. And it's also the fact that I'm not going to be spending fucking 90 bucks on a game every year. I kind of got to suck that up with NHL, and that's a whole other story for another day, folks. But this also comes way of Shabana Rift from IGN. 
Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is getting new content more than two years after its initial release with their infected multiplayer mode and a new Redwood snow map. Update 1.27 is live for PS4, Xbox One, and PC and weighs in at 2.7 gigabytes. The Redwood snow map is a snowy variant of the Redwood map, which you would probably have guessed given adequate time. Infected, which is one of my favorite modes in the Call of Duty games, and I was kind of sad that it wasn't actually in Black Ops. But I will admit, I think it was um, Infinite Warfare had Infected mode. That was the worst Infected mode I've ever played in a Call of Duty game. It was just shit. I know they tried to go for futuristic. It did not work. Don't fucking do it again. Please, for the love of God, don't. Anyways, Infected is a popular mode that... Infected is a popular mode that's made an appearance in other Call of Duty titles with one player becoming infected at the start of the match and having to infect everyone else before the clock runs out. The patch also rolls out, quote, general performance updates, end quote. The map is free for everyone, so you can save your money and put it towards Treyarch's Black Ops 4, which is reportedly launching later this year. I'm probably going to have to boot up Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3 just to see what this snowy map is like. I know it's just like Redwood, the normal one, but gotta give some snow to us Canadian folks, you know? We love that snow. We, 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 we love that snow, yeah. And here's a interesting piece of news is um, inside developer Playdead teams up with Sex Doll Maker for a $375 collector's edition. Doom, doom, doom. What's inside this collector's edition? Is it a mannequin of your sister? Oh, I'm your sister. Please don't, I'm your sister. That's a Joe Dirt reference. That was a really bad movie, but. There are some pretty funny moments in it. Like a space meteorite. Anyway, so this comes way of... Michael McWhorter from Polygon. Inside and Limbo developer Play Dead is teaming up with IM 8-Bit and Real Doll. Yes, the company that makes life-size sex dolls and other sex toys. The sex toy chamber collector edition. Anyways, for a collector's edition that's full of mystery, the $375 package includes a physical copy of Inside for PS4, Steam code for Inside and Limbo, and according to I Am 8-Bit, other stuff. It's not clear what real doll's part in this collection is just yet. The parties involved are keeping the contents of the collector's edition a mystery. We will not tell you what it is. The product listing on I Am 8-Bit's store reads, quote, Maybe it's what you're thinking, maybe not. We can confirm that there are several items included, one of which is a PS4 game disc. The rest is up for speculation. End quote. One thing is easy to rule out, however. The collector's edition probably won't include one of Real Doll's infamous sex dolls. Those start at $4,000. Real Doll sells sex toys and accessories as well, so perhaps there's a fleshy body horror toy included in the package. Suffice to say, if there is not something initially fuckable in the collector's edition, someone screwed up. Pre-orders for this mysterious inside collector's edition go live Thursday, March 8th at 7 a.m. and come to an end on Friday, June 8th at 11.59 p.m. The item will ship worldwide and is expected to arrive during the first quarter of 2019. That's also when I Am 8-Bit, Play Dead, and Real Doll plan to actually reveal what's inside the package. Those motherfuckers. Those greasy, greasy motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what's in there? Something greasy. Yeah, get your dicks greasy with. Get them greasy dicks out, boys. Grease them up for some inside butt cheeks.
ribbed for your pleasure. It's a fuckable ass. So I'm going to have to watch IGN's box opening of this so I can see actually what's inside because they're not going to give me anything. And I'm sure IGN will do a box opening as long as there's no fuckable ass inside the box. Probably just a bunch of dildos in the box. Dildos for everyone. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to beat that into the ground. So those last three little pieces of news, I guess you can say they kind of were PlayStation related because they all came out on PlayStation. And actually, I forgot to tell you guys that I have a guest host today, and it's my cat Batista. He's laying right beside me, dying away at my hand while I sit here and record this. We're going to go jump over to the drop over at the PlayStation blog. Yeah, it's going to be another fast episode, folks. I kind of like these fast episodes, you know, maybe 35 minutes, 45 minutes. Then I'm not spending an hour and a half talking, not destroying my vocal cords, not having my voice go in and out. Plus, it kind of sucks when I run out of coffee. Ah. So here's the new PlayStation game for March 6, 2018. We have Audio Beats out for PSVR digitally March 8th. Audio Beats is a tribute to classic rhythm games. If you are a traditional rhythm game player seeking great beats and challenges, Audio Beats is the answer. Also out for PSVR digital and retail, we have Bravo Team. Bravo Team is set in a fictional modern-day Eastern European city. When your escort mission goes wrong, a country threatens to tear itself apart and your team along with it. Next up for PS4 out digitally, we have DJ Max Respect. Oh, we got another rhythm game. Legendary rhythm action game finally arrives on the PS4. Enjoy all classic DJ Max songs and brand new exclusive songs with DJ Max respect. Also on PS4 out digitally, we have Fear Effect Sedna. Thrilling action and stealth gameplay enhanced by the Fear system. An exciting story and ultra stylish cutscenes. Harness your team's dynamic abilities to tackle enemies and puzzles like never before. Never before! What's this? Why is this out? Square Enix, what are you guys doing? This makes no sense. Anyway, so maybe it's... No, it's already had the deluxe edition. I don't know. Anyway, so for PS4 out retail, we have Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition. I don't know what this edition is. I thought they already had like a deluxe edition that had all the season pass shit and all that, but... You know Square Enix with Final Fantasy XV, they just keep adding updates after update after update. I might actually have to play this game again because I feel like it's not even going to be the same game that I played when it first came out. But anyways, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition brings the acclaimed RPG to new heights, packed with add-on content and new features. Join Prince Noctis and his closest friends as they fight against the Empire in an effect to take back their fallen kingdom. So I guess if you've never played Final Fantasy XV... You can get this game, obviously, because it includes everything. But you might want to wait, because I'm pretty sure they're still updating the game. It's funny, this game took how long to make? And it, I feel like it wasn't really finished when they released it. Well, maybe it was finished. Because of all the criticism they got for it, they kind of were like, oh, I guess we got to change up the game. And I know a lot of people, I think, were complaining about Chapter 13, I think. When I played the game, I had no issues with it. No, no it's just me. Maybe I walked into the game with zero expectations. And I actually really love the game. Yeah, so that's the best way to play a game. Go in with no expectations, and you won't be disappointed. Unless it's Destiny 2, then you will be disappointed. <laughs> uh, still regret buying that game. I played it for two weeks, maybe, if even that. And then I just didn't want to play it anymore. It was just boring. Boring. But I'm sure there's still people who love Destiny 2. 
Also on PS4 out digitally, we have Frantics. This is another PlayLink game that I might actually get. Right now I have For You, because it was free. Um, I got Hidden Agenda, because that game looks badass. And I also got Knowledge is Power, so I might get Frantics as well, because that game looks pretty fun. It looks like it's um, like mini games. It kind of reminds me of like uh, the mini games from, um, I guess you can say Mario Party, and um, if you ever played the N64 South Park Chef's Love Shack, imagine if that in. Who doesn't love mini game for party games? Try Mario Party was so good. Anyways, so arcade style fun and mad cat mini games are all the rage in Frantics, where you and up to three friends have to face off in a variety of challenges. Also on the PS4 out on retail is Life is Strange Before the Storm. I might actually have to pick this one up. I loved Life is Strange. I haven't really picked this up because I know it's a prequel. So I'm kind of iffy on picking up a prequel where you play as, I guess you can say, the side character. Now, I don't know if I know anyone that's played this game yet. I don't think so. Maybe I'll be the first. But anyways, Life is Strange Before the Storm is a new three-part standalone adventure set three years before the first game in the BAFTA award-winning franchise. You play a 16-year-old Chloe Prince who forms an unlikely friendship with Rachel Amber, a beautiful and popular girl destined for success. Also available on PS4 and PS Vita, out digitally, we have Midnight Deluxe. In this golf-like game with a perpetual darkness setting, your task is to guide a little square-shaped fairy named Midnight. Also on PS4 and PS Vita, out digitally, we have North. Go North! In North, you play as a man who applies for asylum in a city filled with strange creatures and strange customs. Also on PS4 and PS Vita, looks like we got some PS Vita games coming out this week, eh? Guess you guys can finally dust off that PS Vita before it's put to death. So we have One-Eyed Kutka, and this is out digitally on March 9th. A single traveler on his way home crashes on a mysterious planet. To continue his journey, he'll have to get to the ninth heaven, deceive the sun and the moon, and steal their space boats. Also available for PSVR out digitally, we have Ranji. Solve complex puzzles, explore hidden temples, reconstruct ancient statues, escape deadly platforms, and revel in the joy of light as you recover the life of the music giants and restore rhythm to the world. It's like the third rhythm game coming out this, this week. Also on PS Vita, out digitally March 8th, we have Root Double Before Crime After Days Extend Edition. The year is 2030. Business is as usual in an isolated research city of Okumi. That is until several explosions suddenly go off in the nuclear research facility known as Labo. The city sends in Sirius, an elite rescue squad, to deal with the situation. Here's an old game. Well, it's like an old mobile game, but also on PS4, out digital and retail, we have Scribblenauts Showdown. It's Scribblenauts, party style. Use your imagination and go head-to-head -head in the ultimate multiplayer showdown. Also on PS4, out digitally and retail, we have TT Isles of Man, Ride on the Edge. For bikers, there are two types of speed races, the Isle of Man, TT, and the rest. No other races are as grueling for motorbikes and demanding for the riders. Take up the challenge of the Snaefell mountain course, all 37.33 miles faithfully reproduced with the champions and their bikes. Also on PS4 out digitally, Way of the Passive Fist. A mysterious figure known only as the Wanderer travels across the distant planet of Zircon V, a once prosperous mining colony that is now on the brink of destruction in the face of its dying star. So my two picks for this week would obviously be Life is Strange Before the Storm if you haven't played it. Just because the first one was extremely good, I'm going to assume and go out on a limb here that this one is also good. 
even if it is a bit of a prequel. And the next one will obviously be Final Fantasy XV, Royal Edition, if you never played it. It's not a bad game, just like I said, go in with no expectations and you won't be disappointed. It's obviously not going to be like Final Fantasy 2 or Final Fantasy 4, you can say. It's not like Final Fantasy 6. It's not like Final Fantasy 7. It's not going to be as good as Final Fantasy 9. Okay, But it's still a good Final Fantasy game. Plus, you can hunt monsters in it. So I think you all know what's coming next because it's a new month. And a new month means new free games. And I will say that this month is probably one of the best months that they've had in a long time. They have two phenomenal PS4 games, and that is Bloodborne and Ratchet and & Clank. Now, I know there might be a lot of you that don't like platforming games like Ratchet & Clank, but this game is not only hilarious, it has a lot of action, and it's an all-around fun game to play, and it actually feels like a game. And the graphics are phenomenal as well, actually. I remember I randomly saw this on the PlayStation Store when it first came out, and I was like, there's a new Ratchet & Clank game? And it was only 40 bucks, so I was like, I'm a cheap bastard, I'll put 40 bucks down. And it was one of the best games for that year, hands down. You have to give this game a shot. And obviously, if you've not played Bloodborne, you are in for a treat. Bloodborne is one of my another one of my all-time favorite games for the PS4. I'm not the greatest at it, but it's a blast to play. And I know if you guys kind of like the Dark Souls, you'll like this game as well. It's a little bit faster, which might be why I kind of like this game more than Dark Souls, which I also suck at. But I don't suck at Bloodborne as much as I do Dark Souls. So those are the two big PS4 games we have this month, which is fucking awesome. This month's PlayStation Plus lineup also includes Legend of K, Mighty Number no. 9 for PS3, which is also crossed by with PS4, so you can also get that for the PS4 if you want. You have Claire Extended Cut for the PS Vita, which is also crossed by with the PS4. And you have Bombing Busters for the PS Vita, which is also crossed by with the PS4. So for PS4, you get five games. Are the other three games any good? I don't know. Haven't played them. I'm sorry. But you do get five free games this month, and two of them are blockbuster of games. But with this month, starting next year on March 8th, 2019, PS Plus Monthly Games lineup will focus on PS4 titles and no longer include PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita games. This won't affect any games you've already downloaded or downloaded prior to March 8th, 2019. Those games will still be part of your PS Plus Games library, as long as you remain a member. A member. Your game saves and other benefits of PS Plus will also remain the same. The only change is that no new PS3 and PS Vita games will be added to the PS Plus monthly game lineup beyond March 8th, 2019. And the reason for this is obvious. PS3 has served its time, time to go. PS Vita, great handheld, but unfortunately it's dead in the water. And hopefully maybe kicking the PS3 and the Vita to the side, we can get more PS4 games, which will be awesome. Maybe we can actually get better games every month this time, especially because, you know, they increase the price. Still don't understand that, but it is what it is, I guess you can say. Xbox, thank you for ruining that for me, by the way. You guys are the ones that came out with Xbox Live, and I fucking hate you for it. And let's go see what uh, trophies have dropped this week. PS4, we have Earthlock, we have Zeus Crest Remastered, Impact Winter, Root Double, Before Crime After Days, Scribble Not Showdown, DJ Max Respect, Fear Effect, Sedna. Hmm. You want? <sighs> I'm biased. Um, let's go with uh, Frantics for trophies right now. So Frantics has one platinum, six gold, six silver, 21 bronze. We have Scribble Not Showdown, which is one platinum, six gold, 12 silver, eight bronze. And we'll do Earthlock, which is one platinum, five gold, 11 silver, and 18 bronze. So Earthlock. 
Defeat the Temple Guardian is a bronze. Merit joins the party. Bronze. Get to Plumpet Island. Bronze. Help Eve from the Crashed Plains. That's a bronze. Rescue Talca from the Goblin. Bronze. Olia rejoins the party. Bronze. Assemble Pat. Bronze. Liberate the Great Wave. Bronze. Get to the Memory Chamber. Silver. Complete the game. Gold. Defeat one of every enemy. Gold. Open 50 chests. Bronze. Harvest 10,000 fruits, bronze. Fully level up every type of plant, bronze. Level up all characters at level 20, bronze. Fully level up all bonds between characters, that's a silver. Complete all tournaments with gold ranking, silver. Defeat the Hollow Knight, gold. Unlock all prison cells in Carbar Prison, that's a gold. Get all the mementos, that's a gold. Now let's go over and check over the Frantics. So ending a tie with another animal in the grand finale, taking it to overtime. That's a gold. Win a game session. Brackets. Not just a single mini game. As the elk. That's a gold. Win a game session. Brackets again. Not just a single mini game. Wearing sunglasses. That's a gold. End all mini games in a session in a draw. Gold. A player is sabotaged with hot sauce three times in one round. Silver. Both players get a crown and backstabbers dilemma. Silver. Stack four animals on top of each other in Friendless Runner, that's a silver. Complete a secret mission, that's a silver. The animal carrying the soup was exploded by a mind in Trappy Fields, that's a bronze. Players tip over five chestnut traps in a single round of Jetpack Nut Job, that's a bronze. Have five different items on one rocket at the same time in Thrust Issues, that's a bronze. Everyone stays alive for 30 seconds in Big Top Hoppity Hop, that's a bronze. Play a round where all animals score at least one point in chair riots. That's a bronze. Drive a full lap without dying in Tour de Frantics. That's a bronze. Win first place in a round of Hot Rod Heroes with both front and back square wheels. That's a gold. Finish the game session in brackets, not just a single mini game, with all four animals wearing a customization item. That's a gold. We're just going to check out Scribblenauts Showdown. There wasn't really any great trophies to look at this week, unfortunately. I'm sorry, guys. Play every wordy game at least once, that's a bronze. Play every speedy game at least once, that's a bronze. Create a custom scribble knot, that's a bronze. Create all 15 custom scribble knots, that's a silver. Earn 25 star rights, that's a bronze. Earn 100 star rights, that's a silver. Create one of Maxwell's brothers in sandbox play or a wordy game, that's a bronze. Play sandbox with two players, bronze. Create 100 sandbox objects, that's a silver. Complete a showdown with four players, that's a silver. Complete a nine round versus match, that's a bronze. Complete a 15 round versus match, that's a silver. Complete a 25 round versus match, that's a gold. Win five consecutive games against a single player, that's a silver. Shut out a player in versus by winning every single round, that's a silver. Score at least 1500 points in rune drop, that's a silver. Create a chain of 10 objects in rocket rubble, that's a silver. Knock down a tower in 8 launches in tower topple, that's a silver. Win a game of get served without losing any health, that's a bronze. Make it to the finish line and take flight with full health, that's a gold. Win a game of super sprint without hitting an obstacle, that's a silver. Win a game of balancing act without dropping any of your objects, that's a silver. Unlock all 8 sandbox levels, that's a gold. Unlock all custom scribble knot parts, that's a gold. Unlock all custom sandbox objects, that's a gold. And unlock all vehicles in the game, that's a gold. And that should do it for this week's episode. Once again, I thank you guys for tuning into my podcast. 
Once again, you guys can find me on many podcast services such as Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher. You can also follow me on Twitter at MJHeddon. You can also email me any feedback you have on the show or what you would like to see at DirtyToiletGames at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support this podcast and keep it going, you can do so by jumping over to my Patreon page, which is patreon.com backslash MJHeddon's PlayStation Podcast. And if you guys can do me a great bit of service, it'd be awesome if you guys could subscribe to me, rate me, and like me and share me on any of the podcast services that I may have mentioned, such as Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn. It would mean the world to me. I don't get any money for it. It's just to get my name out there, and I appreciate it. I love you all, and I'll see you guys next week.